This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, party people. How's everybody doing? Y'all feeling all right? Fingers crossed uh, this couple of hours might go a little bit smoother than yesterday's a couple of hours. We were here with you for the duration regardless. We're going to be here with you for the duration regardless today. But uh, I think, I hope, fingers crossed, we're ready to go for the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on The Ticket. KNEA 970 AM along with 95.3, and 1041 at KBRI. We are streaming online at 95.3, theticket.com. In addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search for KNEA, and hey, you'll be all set. If you would like to shout at us today, easy enough, 9303776 is the number to call. You can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash 953. The ticket is one place to head. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, you can find the question of the day there or search for it using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio for hour number one uh, by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. He's here with us. Kate Carlton is here with us producing today. Good afternoon. So everybody all present and accounted for. In terms of other guests you'll hear on the show today, coming up at 1230, we're going to talk with Arkansas State Volleyball Coach Santiago Restrepo uh, as the Red Wolves are set to begin Sunbelt Conference tournament play coming up tomorrow in Foley, Alabama. They're going to get things underway against Georgia State. So we'll catch up with Coach Restrepo, find out how his team wrapped up the regular season, how they're feeling heading into conference play, and of course probably look at that bracket a little bit uh, coming up today as well. Otherwise, we're also going to have some audio for you from Arkansas State football head coach Butch Jones in hour number two of the program as well. So those are the other voices that you will hear on the show today. Quick heads up about what's going on right now in terms of A-State and local athletics live with the Red Wolves returns to Lost Pizza tonight on Southwest Drive. So attention members and guests, Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones, along with defensive back Sammy Johnson, will talk about the latest Red Wolves news. They'll answer your questions. That show is going to begin at 7, and you can hear it on 107.9 KFine and the KFine app. Meanwhile, Arkansas basketball faces off against Northern Iowa tonight. It's going to be the first ever meeting between the two programs. Tip-off is at 7 at Bud. Walton Arena. So otherwise, kind of a, a light day in terms of news. Wednesdays are always weird. It's too late in the week to recap what happened over the weekend. It's too early in the week to preview what's happening Saturday, in my opinion. I usually like to say that for Thursday, Friday, but you're just kind of in the middle. So a lot of times on, on Wednesdays, I like to catch up on some, some national news, and we're going to turn our attention to college football today. I want to know for our KavanaughCars.com question today, <clears throat> if you cannot pick Georgia. We're going to take them off the board because I don't want 40 answers that just say Georgia. I want to know who is your one lock to be in the college football playoff this year. There is no lock. Well, you have to pick one because that's the way this works. You got <laughs> There's you're right, technically there's not. But for the sake of today's question, pick a team, make the argument for them. There's not a correct answer. There's, there's also, not a wrong answer. Exactly. But I want to hear you pick a team, and I want you to state your case 
for said team. We saw the, <coughs> excuse me, latest edition of the college football playoff rankings come out yesterday, one through seven, unchanged. And if anybody has those pulled up, if you don't mind to go through them quickly, I need to do a quick reset on my voice so it doesn't go out in the middle of reading this. Kay, do you have the rankings pulled up? Um, I don't. I can pull them up real quick, though. Yeah, if you'll hit us with uh, with the top ten right now so I can take a couple of swigs of water and not cough into my microphone. <laughs> so uh, the, the top ten was, in this order, <laughs> Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, the top four, then Cincinnati five, uh, Michigan six, Michigan State seven, Notre Dame eight, Oklahoma State nine, and then uh, Wake Forest ten. Thank you. Top seven remaining unchanged yes. from what we saw last week. And, of course, Oklahoma, who was at number eight last week, lost. They move all the way down to 13. So, basically, everybody who was ranked between eight and 13 moved up a spot or, in some cases, two spots or even three spots as there was a little bit of a shift there around uh, just right outside of the top ten. But nothing significant happening in the top part of the poll. Really? Nothing significant happened next week, but getting in the home stretch here, we've got not one, not two, but three just massive weekends of college football action coming up because especially in the Big Ten with three different Big Ten teams ranked in the top seven. But clarity is coming. Clarity is absolutely coming. Uh, even coming up this weekend, you've already got several significant Significant games. I mean, Michigan State and Ohio State are playing. That's that's a big one. The loser there, that's, I mean, that's an elimination game. The loser of that game, barring just some, some real significant chaos in the final three weeks, but the loser of that game is, is probably out of the college football playoff. Uh, Oregon faces Utah this weekend. And that might actually be a game we see twice in the final three weeks of the season because I think there's a they, real good they chance. They could wind up facing each other again. And yeah, in the Pac-12 championship game. So Oregon's probably going to have to get past Utah twice. So that's going to be big this weekend. Alabama is playing a ranked team in Arkansas this weekend. And, of course, they'll also have the Iron Bowl before it's all said and done and the SEC championship uh, most likely before it's all said and done as well. Cincinnati faces SMU this weekend. And although SMU is not ranked anymore, they're still 8-2. and two. They've still spent several weeks in the top 25 and there is no margin for error for Cincinnati. No, none. So big games coming up this weekend, several more next weekend, and, of course, the weekend after that is, is championship weekend where you still have all sorts of different possibilities for teams that could face off against each other. So this isn't necessarily a question today about who's the second-best team in college football. It's kind of just looking at who might have the easier path or the easiest path of some of these teams that are still in contention to be able to make it in because – for example, you know, you look at a team, and I hate this. This is probably going to be my answer today, and it already makes me mad. You look at a team like Notre Dame, who is eighth right now in the college football playoff rankings. But the next two opponents they have on their schedule, I can't remember who it is, but it's nobody who jumps up and grabs my attention. It's definitely not any two teams ranked in the top 25. And we know that the college football playoff committee, these committees usually get kind of enamored by Notre Dame. And How many losses do the Irish have? They have one. one. They have one. It's to Cincinnati. 
I can see the committee taking Notre Dame and ignoring Cincinnati real easily. Well, they've already set a precedent in terms of the fact that head-to-head results aren't as important as the full body of work. They've got that. uh, They started establishing that last week when they put Michigan ahead of a Michigan State team that they had defeated. So the week before. Yeah. Yeah. A recent real, result. Real short memory. <laughs> so it's not like that would be unheard of by any stretch of the imagination. But again, there is still time for things to work themselves out with all of these crucial games that are remaining. But at the same time, we are also at a point where some of these teams you almost feel like are that we're seeing in the top four are going to be hard to kind of wedge out of there. And, you know, for example, one thing of note with that, of the past 28 semifinalists, because this marks year number eight, so we've seen seven of these ranking seven of these playoffs before. 21 of those, so three-fourths, have been ranked in the top four at this point in the season. 26 have been ranked in the top six. So it doesn't necessarily mean that if you're seven or below, you're out of the running, but it's... That's, that's probable. It's probable. In the past, it has happened. Also, uh, no team to ever make the playoff has been ranked lower than nine at this point in the season. So you usually have a situation where when it gets to this point, you know, these are a lot of these teams that are in the top four are teams that we're going to see in this. But we do have, again, some opportunities for carnage here over the final last three weeks. 13 of the 14 teams ranked in the top two at this point in the season, went on to make the playoff. It's kind of interesting this year because those top two teams are going to play each other almost definitely. Almost definitely. So you wonder if there is, if it is just significantly one-sided for Georgia, if Alabama looks bad against Arkansas or Auburn, if there's any chance they could tumble from two to five and out of the rankings. The lone exception, by the way was Mississippi State in 2014, which it's still kind of wild that in 2014 they were ranked number one at this point in time in the college football playoff rankings. And then... It didn't last. It didn't last. And then Dan Mullen went to Florida, and he is not long for that job, it seems like. I can't disagree with you. (laughs) Um, whether Florida can get somebody better than Dan Mullen or not, that's one argument that you can have. And the other argument you can have is that Dan Mullen has not delivered what the Florida fan base wants. How many years is this for Mullen at Florida? Kay, do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, maybe year four, year five. I can't remember if it was three or four or five or where exactly he was at in that time frame. Are they any closer to a national championship now than they were when he was hired? No. <laughs> maybe an FCS, an FCS national championship. They came out on top against Sanford. I'm kidding. <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, the phone lines are open. You all know the question of the day again. Who is your lock, your one lock, to be in the college football playoff this year if you cannot pick Georgia? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. We've got several things to dive into, some A-State talk on the way as well. Keep it here with us. We'll be back in a moment on the Workday Red Zone.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Tickets for the annual Grand Classic are on sale now at DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cycle, and ATV, and online at DuckClassic.com. Duck Classic is a charity duck hunting competition benefiting the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation. Ask how you could win great prizes like a 2021 Polaris Ranger 1000 Premium from Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, a 50 $15,000 shopping spree to gamble home. And the duck truck, courtesy of Glenn Shane, completely camoed up and tricked out by DW Automotive with over $14,000 in accessories. Tickets are only $100 are on sale now at DW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, and online at duckclassic.com. The 19th Annual Duck Classic, presented by NEA Baptist, DW Outdoors, Bandit Avery, Yeti, KAIT, Arkansas Health and Wellness, Drake, Gamble Home, Glenn Shane, Andy's Frozen Custard, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Arvest Bank, Bayou DeVue, Elite Home Health, Elite Hospice, Hack Brown, NYIT, Ramson's Construction, Refuge Duck Calls, Sissy's Log Cabin, Sitka, Valley View Agri, Vineyard Outdoor, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Why do I have to order my bras and underwear online now? I'm so over it. Am I even wearing the right size? Oh, you don't have to anymore. Honey Hush in downtown Jonesboro is the best. What? Really? Can they fit me? Absolutely. It's a cozy private boutique with a great staff. I love Andrea and Honey Hush. She has extended sizes up to 54 and the whole alphabet of cups. Let's go tomorrow. Honey Hush, Jonesboro's newest bra and underwear store with loungewear too. 706 South Main Street in Jonesboro. Something unexpected. Honey Hush. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Cavanaugh Ford is now hiring and we want you to join our winning team. We are looking to hire multiple oil technicians and sales representatives with salary, benefits, and bonuses available. For over 40 years, Cavanaugh Ford has had the tradition of being Northeast Arkansas's best Ford and Lincoln dealership. And we want you to join in that tradition. Apply in person or call 972-8000. That's 972-8000. Come join the winning team at Cavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. Would you like to win $15,000 in holiday cash? The Ticket is giving you that opportunity with EAB's 15K Holiday Giveaway. One lucky winner of this national contest will win $15,000 in cash with two guaranteed statewide prizes on the line for EAB listeners as well. A $1,000 Christmas cash prize and a weekend trip to beautiful Mountain Harbor Resort and Spa will be given away. It's EAB's 15K Holiday Giveaway. Enter today at 953theticket.com or our Facebook page. $15,000 in Christmas cash could be yours from the ticket this is your warning you're entering the workday red zone i'm gonna 
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, Kate all hanging out about 15 minutes away from a conversation with Arkansas State Volleyball Coach Santiago Restrepo. Regular season is wrapped up for A-State Volleyball. So the Sun Belt Conference Championship tips off uh, or gets underway tomorrow. Serves off. I don't know. However you want to Serves say. off. <laughs> First serve. First service. First serve on the tournament is tomorrow. And uh, A-State is going to be on the court at 2.30 tomorrow facing Georgia State in Foley. So we'll get that preview coming up at 12.30 with Coach Restrepo. Let's go to the phones, check in with Red Wolf Mark. What's up, Mark? Hello there, Miss Jeff. Hey, I, I got you a Christmas gift already. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got you a Christmas present. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful this year for you. Yep. And um, I, I, it, it's, it already, it's already me? available. I, what? I said, what's it going to cost me? It's not going to cost you nothing. Nope, not going to cost you a thing. Okay. It's all going to be good. Yep. And, and only the only thing Kay's going to get for Christmas is a bag of coal. It's not very kind. And, well, well, no, he ain't gonna get no coal. I know what I'm getting him. I'm getting Kay a nice Red Wolf teddy bear. He, he needs one of them. And um, I'm gonna get Kara. I'm getting Kara something good. And, and uh, for for the man that says bottoms, I'm going to get him a brand new spanking four-wheel drive truck. <laughs> like a, a real one you can drive on real roads or like one with a remote control? Yeah. No one you can drive on real road. Keith, how would you like yeah. to become a truck owner? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you yeah, do know I'm that getting... my regular car is a Prius. <laughs> well, yours is going to be a brand new spanking Nice black Dodge four-wheel drive truck, two thousand and twenty-three. <laughs> Is he going to yeah. end up charged with theft by receiving? <laughs> uh, uh-uh. you know who's going. You know who's going to pay the sales tax on that thing, don't you? I want to know who's going to pay the sales sales on that thing. Kay Carlton. You know, yeah, this no. really isn't how gifts work. You don't give someone a gift and then tell someone else to pay for it. Under under zero circumstances is that how Christmas works. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> but I, I believe I can sweet talk Kate into winning the lottery. You know? I mean, I think you'd have to sweet talk the lottery into Kate yes. winning the lottery. Yeah, I think I think Kate could win that. Yeah. Um, move on. Um, yes. <laughs> My my, my 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 lady red was gonna play the Razorbacks. Yes, Friday night. Friday night, Kate Kate's gonna be at the game. And if Kate and uh, I'm gonna say go lady red Wolves and go and, and go go everybody in Arkansas go go to uh, to all the high school teams and, and go and go and go uh, go care go Kate. Mm-hmm. And go and go, uh, just just everybody around us, and uh, go Miss Lisa, and go go uh, Zach, and go and go Chuck Chucka. 
Red, from Red Wolf Mart. Okay, wrap it up, Red Wolf Mart. And, and go to all the restaurants. Sure. And uh, and I'm gonna say, alrighty then. Thank you. Thank you. Alrighty then. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're supposed to be talking about this segment. Um, we'll go A State. Well, no, I think well, let's talk about I A-State. think that's the direction we're going. Our phone lines are open, by the way, at nine three zero three seven seven six. Ten minutes from now, we'll catch up with Santiago Restrepo. Um, hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just at a loss for words. Um, I know what we can talk about. I know what I'm th- had in mind to talk about, and uh, it is it is continued news over the past few days that you know more and more players from Arkansas State football are, are putting their names in the transfer portal. Um, of course, the big news yesterday was um, was Marcel Murray. But we've also seen, you know, yesterday afternoon, I think it was Arian Strong that put his name in the transfer portal. Uh, the day before that, we saw Kim Turner put his name in the transfer portal. So I think what we're starting to see more and more is uh, we're starting to see situations where possibly, you know, players that were brought in as walk-ons, you know, you get to this point in time in the season, you're probably having those conversations about what the future looks like, maybe conversations about how, you know, there might not be a scholarship spot for players in the future, so hey, we'll we'll help you get a good FCS landing spot or, or something like that. I tell you what, I'm gonna quit babbling about that because it's time for us to talk some Arkansas State volleyball. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline, catch up with Coach Santiago Restrepo, who's with us. Coach, how are you doing today? All right, how are you doing? Hey, doing good. How is uh how is Foley? Foley's great. Okay, we. Got here, uh, didn't have any problems at all whatsoever, so it was a nice ride. Looking at what's ahead, of course, the Arkansas State uh, volleyball team is going to be taking on Georgia State to tip off uh, Sunbelt Conference tournament action, but do you want to flash back on, on the past few games for your team? A tough trip to, to Texas kind of to close things out, but you bounced back with a win, a five-set thriller in the regular season finale. I would imagine that was that was a pretty good way to wrap up uh, the regular season. <laughs> yeah, we desperate, desperately needed a win okay, to finish on a high Northern Conference and take it to a tournament. Uh, we didn't play very well. Our first two sets against Arkansas did rock, but we bounced back and uh, made a couple of different changes in the lineup, and it seems to be working out, and it was a, a boost. And it was really good to see them playing, you know, a high level what they're capable of doing. So again, in that uh, in that matchup against Little Rock, you lost the first two sets before coming back and winning the last three to to ultimately win there. Was it was it just some personnel changes, or what else did you guys do differently to rally and be able to win that? One? Yeah, I just thought that we had a couple of personal changes, and you know, it boosted good energy, morale, some youth, some uh, you know enthusiasm into the lineup and you know we were playing a lot better defense then i would imagine that that's got to be a key is how well you can play defensively you know heading into tournament time yeah we're uh, obviously we're uh, leading in our conference and obviously with tatum being number uh one t- in dick's per set in our uh, leading the conference and you know being really in the top 10 in the nation as a team as you know with Export set, you know. I think that's the one thing that we harp, okay, on them about doing. Okay, when things are not going well, we need to play 
you know, really great defense. So, well, we start with blocking or, you know, defense behind the block, either or. Part of that, it had been a road trip to Texas and two really good programs in, in UT Arlington and Texas State, which, of course, you could say that for, for most of the Sun Belt. But I know the results didn't didn't turn out there the, the way you had hoped. What was kind of the, the hiccups that happened in that Texas road swing? Uh, yeah, we, we were just hot and cold. You know, we were a roller coaster team. Kind of it, it showed against Little Rock also, but, you know, overall, you know, we played some uh, very good sets against Texas State, and you know we were super competitive. And the same thing with Arlington. You just have to tweak uh, things here and there, and you know, hopefully, we're ready for this tournament. Throughout the season, uh, you've been led by some some really key players. Uh, you mentioned uh, some some players that lead some national rankings and. Uh, players that have been so huge for you is is everybody going to be healthy and, and ready to go heading into this tournament uh, coming up tomorrow? Well, I will tell you this: we're ready to go. Okay, I don't know if I'm 100 percent healthy. Okay, which is has been the problem, you know, on the last you know month or yeah. so. We have had players in and out, okay, with injuries, and you know, you know, and it's a fine line as far as recovery, even rest or practice, because they need to get better. So. You know, we, we are actually balancing that act right now as we speak. Um, and uh, hopefully we go in all cylinders and, you know, play well tomorrow. What do you know about this Georgia State team that you'll be facing? Well, uh, we didn't show up at their place. We lost in four, uh, first and foremost. Okay, I thought that they did a very good job on their middle, number 12. Okay, did a very good job against us. had 19 kills and hit over 500. So we have to somehow contain her. Obviously, she's that good. Um, but I also thought that Georgia State uh, did very well on serve and pass. Okay, we won the battle with Diggs. You know, we had 81 to their 68. But um, the one thing that I was disappointed was the blocks. They got 11 blocks to our six blocks. So that's something that we have to fix, and we gotta get better. So we gotta definitely uh, win the surf and pass battle. We have to be able to contain number twelve, and we have to be able to, you know, and all, all the other players. Obviously, all the other players are really good too. But and then we have to be able to block better, okay, and you know, play defense behind the block, which we did. So talking with Arkansas State volleyball coach Santiago Restrepo. Or- a-State Spotlight each week brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. Looking back at that, that uh, those games in Atlanta there, um, three of those sets were decided by four points or less and a couple of those just yeah. a couple points. So it was really quick. So it doesn't look like you need to necessarily reinvent the wheel when you take them on this time, just a, a couple of small tweaks. Yeah. yeah, they were really close sets. And I will say that third one okay, cost us because we lost 28-26. You know, that really cost us there. Okay, It gave momentum back to them and, you know, they took it and they went with it. Uh, but I will agree, you know, they were close sets and, you know, that's how competitive our, our conference is with every team. You've got, to, again, some some standout players, as we mentioned earlier, several players that are close to or atop uh, the nation's leaders. Macy Putt, of course, uh, is is right up there atop the leaderboard yeah. nationally in, in attacks. Um, just... What kind of mentality do you have to have as a player to be, you know, a top of national leaderboard in, in attacking? Yeah, she's a warrior. You know, she, she fights every single day. You know, she tries to get better every single day. Um, 
I think because there are three key players that we have to count on for us to advance and for us to win the, the conference. Okay, that's you know Tatum and Macy Pat and Kendall Davenport. You know, I think they almost have their own qualities. Obviously, Kendall Davenport with blocks, but uh, Macy Pat with kills, and then Tatum with dip, uh, digs. So those are three players that have to be a constant for us, and uh, Macy Pat is one of them. And we relied a lot on her, so we have to give her the ball a lot. And you know, she's a point producer for us, so we have to do you know good in that side. Tatum, of course, is also a player that is. <laughs> right at the top of the national leaderboard, and, and she keeps climbing up at the A-State leaderboard as well in terms of, of her career and what she's done uh, dig-wise. But how important is it for her to be able to, you know, set a tone out there for, for your team over uh, what's going to come up in this Sunbelt Conference tournament run? Uh, who, who did you mention, Davenport? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was talking about uh, – I just wanted you to follow up a little bit more on Tatum. Oh, on Tatum. Okay, yeah, I mean <laughs> – I mean, she has been an instrumental, okay, for everything that we have done, uh, not just this year, but the last three years. And she's really, really has improved a lot on passing, on self-receive. But she also, you know, is a great leader, very vocal, enthusiastic, energetic, you know. And, you know, that's a lot of things for us. And, you know, we relied a lot on her. And obviously not to mention the digs, you know, for set, you know, that she is leading the conference, you know, so... She does a lot of things for us that are very crucial and very key. So, You mentioned Kendall, so we'll follow up on Kendall as well as we uh, talk with Coach Restrepo. But uh, just a, a sophomore on your team or a redshirt sophomore, of course, that doesn't necessarily yep. mean a lot with, with the way that COVID eligibility has changed anything. But uh, obviously a leader there for, for your team and what you need to accomplish. Well, uh, the one thing that I keep talking to Kendall is that she could be one of the best middles in our conference. She just has to be able to transition a little bit faster, you know, to attack. So she does a very good job blocking and deflecting a lot of balls, you know, but uh, I want to, to deliver the ball to her more. Okay, it just unfortunately sometimes her passing is not there for our setters to set the middle. So, you know, that's what's costing us a little bit. So once we fix, you know, kind of both, okay, I think we'll be... A really good team. Again, Arkansas State Volleyball gets play underway uh, tomorrow at 2.30 against Georgia State. They're in the top half of the bracket. Um, how, do you size, how do you size up the bracket overall, Coach? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, we're in the upper side of the bracket, and I think uh, the potential matches that we could play against teams that we have competed really strong and were really close, okay, it's exciting. You know, we we go to, if we advance, we go play South Alabama, that is, um, you know, we competed against them, lost 30-28 on the fourth set to take it to five. So, you know, it's exciting. And every time that you had to compete a team that you lost to, you, you had that kind of revenge factor mindset, you know, that you're excited about. And so we, we can't wait for that. And then potentially we continue on to advance. We potentially go against Texas Arlington if they advance. And that's another team that has beaten us twice. But beating a team in the conference three times is super tough. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm excited about the bracket. I'm excited that the kids are also excited about playing. And you can get on a roll in tournament play, and that excitement yep. just carries you from one match to the next. All you have to do is win four. 
<laughs> well, we'll take it one match at a time. There you go. And it's going to start tomorrow again against Georgia State at 2.30. Coach, we appreciate the preview today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Again, Arkansas State head volleyball coach Santiago Restrepo with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Our chat, our A-State Spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Of course, all these games on ESPN+, Plus, which I know so many of you subscribe to anyways. And uh, as you heard in that chat with Coach Restrepo, A-State starts their run against Georgia State, and that was a team they lost to in Atlanta, uh, three sets to one, but one of those scores was 25-23. One of those scores was 28-26. So close by by no stretch, a a blowout uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, There was uh, also, if, if they win that one, they would square off against South Alabama. That's a team they lost to earlier this year, three sets to one, but... You heard Coach Restrepo talking about the final score there as well, and, and that one was a closely contested matchup. And then, of course, after that, you could be facing Georgia Southern or ULM or UTA once you get deeper and deeper to that tournament run in the semifinals. But There will be upsets. There will be. There always is. I'm curious when the yearly volleyball awards are going to come out. I feel like as many times as we saw some A-State players win uh, some of these awards that – the Red Wolves should be, you know, decently represented, at least a couple players on the all Sunbelt team, but I'm not sure about that. Should have asked before we uh, started that interview, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies on that. I tell you what, though, uh, we'll hit pause. We'll come back, open up the phone lines here in just a moment. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station is 95.3 The Ticket. Prices are falling at Car Today. And now is the time to get the best savings on late model, low mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs. Because at Car Today, we say yes. No credit, bad credit, or bankruptcy. No problem. We will get you approved. Because we know bad things can happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. We offer free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Get to Car Today, where we say yes. On Stadium in Jonesboro or NEACarToday.com. Lensmasters in downtown Jonesboro is your one-hour eyewear center. That's right. Get your glasses in just one hour. Just bring your prescription in, and our trained eyewear specialist will style you with the perfect glasses for you. Selection isn't a problem at Lensmasters. We have the largest eyewear showroom with the top brands. Come see us today and let our trained stylist and licensed opticians help you with the style perfect for you. Our on-site lab makes your prescription lenses in just one hour. Lensmasters, 320 South Church Street, downtown Jonesboro. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan and for Scott Woodson, it's time to take a look at your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 583, up 12, March up 11 and a quarter at 588 and three quarters. January soybeans at 1285 and a half, up 34 and a quarter. March up 33 and a quarter at 1296 and a half. December wheat at 832 and a quarter, up 22. March up 21 and a quarter at 841 and a quarter. December cotton at 121.15, up 317. March up 299 at 118.12. In January 
Prairie Rice at 1425, up seven, March up five at 1443. And the Livestock Complex, December live cattle at 132.15, up 43, February up eight at 136.18. November feeder cattle at 155.65, unchanged, January down 113 at 158.15. And December lean hogs at 76.50, down 123, February down 45 at 82.93. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. It's smart to make the right agronomic choices, and it's even smarter to get rewarded for them. With the Bayer Plus Rewards Program, you earn cash back on seed, herbicides, and other eligible products. And it keeps getting smarter, because now you can earn an additional 10% bonus when you send your redemption check to your retailer. To learn more, contact your retailer today. Protect your yields and get the most from your land with Bayer Plus Rewards. Visit MyBayerPlus.com and see program terms and conditions for full details. Step right up and gaze upon this miraculous substance I hold in the palm of my hands. This little miracle can feed us, clothe us, give us clean, fresh water, and provide wildlife habitat for nature's critters. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the greatest soil on Earth. Learn more about soil health principles that can turn your soil into a star performer. Contact your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today to find out how. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone again. Thank you, too. Coach Santiago Restrepo from joining us uh, down in Foley. Team traveled yesterday and starts Sunbelt Conference Tournament play tomorrow. By the way, uh, the volleyball awards for the league come out today at 2 o'clock. So this is like... <laughs> they don't care about noon two shows, do they? I feel like every postseason award that the Sunbelt has handed out so far, obviously it's just fall, so it's not. we're not talking about a lot of sports here, but... Or maybe even like when they did the preseason basketball teams and polls and all of that. I feel like they all came out at two. I feel like yeah. everything has came out at two. I'm going to have to send them a mean tweet. Probably not. Let's go to the phones <laughs> at 9303776. Check in with Bootsy. How are you? I'm doing well. You doing okay? Yeah, good to hear from you. Doing great. Thank you. Uh, was there a question of the day? Yeah, there is. Uh, if you cannot... Pick Georgia. Who is your one lock to be in the college football playoff this year? One loss team, huh? No, your one lock. Oh, the one lock. Okay, uh, if I can't pick Georgia. You can't pick Georgia. Uh, I would. Uh, mm, I think I'd probably have to go with Bama. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're. The, 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 the Texas A&M loss is not looking very good right now. <laughs> but I still think they're probably the second-best team in the country unless they lose between now and playoff time or even during the uh, SEC championship game. But, yeah, I think I'd stick with Bama. Okay. seems like their defense is getting better. I was, uh, I was driving home the other night uh, during the women's game and <clears> – <throat> Uh, was listening to the broadcast, and Kate, I know you really have to talk fast. They were straight up getting up and down the floor, and so I, yes, I got to the game at halftime, so I got to see the entire second half, and uh, it didn't it didn't slow down, and it was it was a, it was really fun to watch, and 
I was just wondering, Kay, the game like that, do you ever wish you had maybe a color person to let you catch your breath every now and then? Uh, No. I don't think I could call a basketball game with a color person. I don't think I could. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that was it was really a lot of great action, and you know we got the the Razorbacks coming in here Friday, and of course they yeah. like to get up and down the court too. I just I think this is going to be a really entertaining mm-hmm. uh, contest. I mean, we're averaging eighty nine and a half, and they're averaging. Well, I guess they played three games, and they're averaging eighty six or eighty seven. So. I mean, it's it's going to be a high-scoring game. And you know what the real X factor is? is, And I have no idea how many fans are going to show up. But it would be so nice for the, for our ladies to walk out on that court and see, you know, three or 4,000 people uh, in the stands. Uh, because that would no telling how that's going to energize them and propel them uh, to a great performance. Uh the Razorbacks have a lot of length. I mean, there's just a lot of long arms on that team. Uh, but I'm just really looking so forward to it because of the pace that both teams like to play at. No doubt. Uh, three different 80-point-plus performances so far for the A-State women. So, um, as Kate already mentioned, the points that they score per game. So, it, it should be if, – if you're in the, the seats Friday night, you should be entertained. Yeah. It should be one of those games where – uh, you've constantly got something going on, and so I, I do have some some high expectations for the attendance. I was kind of trying to seat count earlier, and hat tip to Mark Taylor. It looks like there's about 200 seats still available in the lower bowl, although it's at that point where you've only got like one or two here or and three or there. Yeah. yeah, you're not exactly being able – they're certainly not all together in a place where you could fit a – a big group, but I would anticipate those continuing to be scooped up over the next couple of days. And it's it's tough to beat the price. It's fifteen bucks for the lower bowl and, and ten dollars to get your butt in a seat in the upper bowl, and um, that's that's not bad, not bad at all. And the upper bowl is a good place to watch a basketball game. Yeah, it yeah. is. You can still yeah. see great up there. Yeah. Well, I hope there's a, a good, a large, energetic crowd tonight. Uh, there. I don't expect it to come close to topping that NIT game. That was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you Not only with the attendance, but just with the energy that was yeah. in that place. And it's something I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget. Uh, and so, But I do hope that uh, we can really uh, provide a strong uh, home court advantage for our ladies and see what they can do with it on Friday. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, 7 o'clock is when that one tips off at First National Bank Arena. And I expect to be able to see every second of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. Don't be late to that one, Bootsy. Absolutely. i got to get out of here. I, I, I work an hour away out of town. and so, But uh, there's no reason I can't get home by 7 o'clock, regardless of what goes on up there. There you go. All right. Well, thanks once again for taking my call. Keith, good to hear from you, too. Thank you. Appreciate you calling Take in, care. Bootsy. We'll see you. Now, right now, um, Arkansas State and Arkansas. Ranked tied for 17th and 28th, uh, respectively, in points per game nationally. So uh, it, it sounds like it could be a track meet Friday night, and, and I hope that's the case. Look, I, I like the higher scoring games. They're just more entertaining uh, for me. I enjoy that that type of fast-paced action. I don't think, you know, the crowd is going to be as, I guess, as, as rabid <laughs> as it was in 2005. Well, that was at the end of the season. It was. And in addition to that, 
we're starting to see, obviously, these teams meet now. Baseball played last year. Soccer played last year. I would anticipate we'll continue to see more meetings among these teams in sports like soccer and, and volleyball and things like that. I, I would anticipate those continue to be on the schedule. Baseball's already on the schedule. Uh, basketball on the women's side, is, is this is the first of four consecutive meetings that are going to alternate home and home. Uh, football's coming up in 2025. So some, I guess the vitriol that was around in 2005 has subsided a little bit. But uh, still going to be a fun one to go to. And I think this is really cool, by the way. There's going to be a T-shirt and button giveaway. I'm not sure how many of these they're going to be giving out. Uh, the tweet posted by A-State Women's Basketball yesterday just said, show up early to this Friday's game against Arkansas to grab a throwback T-shirt and button while supplies last. And the T-shirt just says Arkansas State, but it's kind of stylized in, the Arkansas State is stylized in the way that the 2005 women's jerseys were. So that's kind of what the, why it is typed out the way that it is. That's what the jerseys look like in 05. So T-shirt and a button. Uh, not that you needed to be bribed to go to that game, but there's your bribe anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Just a little end, yeah. And uh, you can get a Convo dog. The name has changed, but Convo dogs are forever. I'm not going to argue that point at all. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's hit pause here for a moment. Uh, we'll come back and uh, a little bit more A-State talk on the way. Also follow up on that question of the day, too. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas's sports station. 95-3. The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You would think that having two stars is better than having one. But last night, Steph Curry and his Warriors blew out Kevin Durant, James Harden, and the Nets in Brooklyn. Curry went 9-14 from three-point range, scored 37, but he wasn't alone. The entire Warriors team played great defense on KD and Harden. They hit a few shots when they had their opportunities. And Durant, the NBA's leading scorer, didn't have a field goal in the second half. The Warriors' hot start is a reminder, basketball's a team game. Curry seems to help his teammates play their very best. And right now, Durant and Harden aren't having that kind of impact. Both teams are waiting to be fully assembled. The Warriors eventually get Klay Thompson back and second-year player James Wiseman. Brooklyn was without Joe Harris and Paul Millsap. The Nets hope that they have Kyrie Irving at some point this season. But last night, the Warriors made a loud statement. They're not afraid of any team in the NBA, no matter how many stars they have. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In, t- in 2021, there are self-driving cars, plant burgers, tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should go to AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires a compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Hey, parents, here's some good news for America's future. Kids ages 5 to 11 are now eligible for a COVID vaccine. That means all those future CEOs and artists, world-class chefs and sports stars, the engineers and the innovators are eligible for a vaccine that can help protect their future. And it's specifically formulated just for them. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. 
paid for by the U.S. Department of... Buy two, get one free during the huge Hunt Fest sale going on at the Manliest Store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. The once-a-year sale you've been waiting for is here. If you can wear it, you can buy two, get one free. All apparel, boots, waders, all mix and match. Buy two, get one free. Check out these other unbelievable Hunt Fest specials. Mojo Baby Drake Motion Decoys were $59.99, now $49.99. Select Drake and Bandit Camo, now 40% off. Buy any six boxes of decoys at DNW, save 10% off each box. DNW Outdoors is your local duck hunting headquarters, celebrating 18 duck seasons with shotguns, decoys, waders, camo, ammo, and more at prices no other store can match. Don't miss the huge Hunt Fest Buy 2 Get 1 Free Sale November the 15th through the 21st at the Manliest Store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors, Parker Road, just off the Triple Nickel Bypass. DNW Outdoors, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you. Buy two, get one free today at DNW. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade here with you. We wrap up the noon hour by throwing back out the KavanaughCars.com question. You can't pick Georgia, by the way. But I want to know who is your one lock to be in the college football playoff this year. And this year is probably the least locky <laughs> CFP <laughs> since it since it began. Yeah. I mean, you look at what the teams have left. And I apologize I didn't even pull up Georgia's schedule. but So Alabama is, is at number two. And they face a top 25 Arkansas team this weekend. That's at home. But then the following weekend, they hit the road to play Auburn in the Iron Bowl. And rivalry games, you never know what's going to happen. And then, of course, they'll face Georgia in the SEC championship, assuming. Assuming they don't lose those next two games, which is a possibility. You look at what Oregon has remaining. Um they face a top 25 Utah team this weekend. That's on the road. The following week after that, it's um, oh, Oregon I just, State. Yes. I just went blank on the name of that rivalry. I was about to say Apple Cup, and that's Washington. No, that's Washington. Um, I think they just go ahead and call it Civil War. Okay. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So they've got that coming up the following Saturday. And then the week after that is going to be the Pac-12 championship where there's a good chance they could face Utah again. That's a tough slate. Number four, Ohio State. They've still got Michigan State. They've still got Michigan. And then potentially Wisconsin or Iowa if they make it through those teams and get to the Big Ten Championship. Cincinnati has SMU this weekend, a team that's been in the top 25. Uh, They'll probably, I don't know who they played the the week after that. The week after that, though, the AAC Championship is probably going to be a top 25 Houston team. And by the way, Houston, unsurprisingly, with who is coaching this unit, has a monster of a defensive line, and they are atop or close to at the top of the national leaderboards in stats like sacks and tackles for loss. <laughs> I miss you, Brian Hurley. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. You know, you look at some of the other teams that are in there in terms of, of Michigan, you know, they've still got to face off against Ohio State. Who they have this week? Penn State? I did not write that one down. So I don't know. Um, who, did, who did I just say? Michigan? 
Yeah. Uh, Michigan this weekend is going to be facing off against Maryland. Okay. Yeah, Maryland just kind of, eh, they're 5-5 five and five overall, 2-5 and five in the Big Ten. Michigan should, should win that game leading into the game. It would, it would be the most Harbaugh thing ever to finally get a win this season over Ohio State, but then to lose at Maryland the week before. <laughs> yeah. It really would and, be. And I could see it happening. Yeah. I don't think it will, but I could see it. I would I would laugh. I, I don't I don't know I don't I'm probably going to laugh at Michigan <laughs> even if they win out. I don't I don't have any beef with Michigan. I don't really have any beef with King Khaki over there that's running the program, but I just think that would be I just think that would be funny. Um that yeah, so go ahead and mark that down. They're going to they're going to beat Ohio State this year. Beat Ohio State, but they're going to cack up the week before <laughs> Maryland. That would be a wild turn of events. Plus, I'm always going to root for chaos anyway. So now this is what I what I want to see happen. Apologies to Chuck because I know that would that would not be good for him to see Ohio State fall there in the uh, the final week of the regular season. But again, you've just still got so many different things that can happen. Michigan State still faces Ohio State and still faces Penn State. Uh, so. It can be, it's going to be very tumultuous for all of these teams between now and, and the end of the season. I don't know if, you know, you get a little bit deeper into the rankings. Notre Dame is at, at number eight. They don't play anybody for the final two weeks of the season. Oklahoma State at number nine, you know, they've still got uh, to take on Oklahoma and uh, who knows who else. So there's just three huge <laughs> final weeks of the season coming up. If Oklahoma State can win out and win the Big 12 championship, I think they get in. If they don't win out, they won't. But it is time for me to show my whole card. My lock, mm-hmm. Alabama, because the committee is so dumb, they think they're still unbeaten, and they can't think about not inviting Nick Saban into the playoff. That's the least lockiest lock you're ever going to hear. <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is the year for it. Uh, in the sense that... Well, if they knock off Georgia, they're in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's a you know close game, I think Georgia's in, too. I think you can get two SEC teams in the playoff this year. Whether they deserve two teams in the playoff, eh, I'm not so sure. But all the talk about the playoff is just that talk. A lot's going to be decided yeah. on the field starting this weekend. Yeah, well, uh, more football talk. Coming up in the second hour of the program, more probably tomorrow when Keith joins us as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. I'll see you tomorrow. Keith's going to bail on us, but again, uh, we've still got an hour to go. We're going to kind of switch the football focus back to Arkansas State. We've got some audio from head coach Butch Jones coming up to start the second hour of the program. More open phone lines and just uh, a lot more going on. So keep it here with us for another hour of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Tara from Hare's Ford, exit 85 in Newport. You have enough challenges in your life. Buying your next vehicle should not be one of them. At Hare's Ford, we minimize your challenges with a great selection of vehicles, low prices, and award-winning service. Come see our selection of quality, low-mile, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Eight-time President's Award winner for customer service. Hare's Ford, exit 85 Newport or harris-ford.com. You'll like what we do. You must follow us on Facebook. Then you'll know when to snag our most popular items that sell fast. These weekly deals from Unique Inc. will help you get over that gift-giving block and have the best presents under the tree. As always, creating custom shirts is our passion, even during the holidays. Let us make your designs come to life. Come see me. I'm Whitney with Unique Inc. You imagine we create. Unique Inc. at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard or call 203-9885. Unique Inc. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the on series from club car call 236 golf or get by nea golf cars highway 49 in paragool you love your truck and plaza tire service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels leveling kits and the area's best selection of light truck tires ats mud tires and rts up to 35s and bigger plaza tire service has the tires you want in stock today and we'll help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it in jonesboro and south caraway and now at our newest location on east johnson Avenue. The biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Exciting news from Denso and Osceola. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems, building the best products in the world by using only the best people. And now, Denso has 30 openings that qualify for an extra $500 sign-on bonus in addition to Denso's normal sign-on bonus. Not only that, but based on experience, you could start night shift at between $16 per hour and $19.25 per hour. These openings will be filled on a first-come, first-served basis, so be the first to attend our walk-in interviews this Wednesday so you don't miss out on this extra cash opportunity. Start your new career with Denso. You can get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Denso also offers attendance and referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, and dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. You can also apply online today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Denso is an equal opportunity employer. This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Sports Update from KNEA. Brought to you by Plans Tire Service. It's time to talk Arkansas State football with the members and guests of Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. On tonight's edition of Live with the Red Wolves, 7 until 8 o'clock this evening on 107IK. Find in the EB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Meanwhile, Red Wolves running back Marcel Murray has entered the transfer portal. The 2018 Sub Conference freshman of the year had played in only four games this season. He'll have two years of eligibility remaining at his next stop. And news from Northwest Arkansas. The Razorback men's basketball team, 16th ranked in the country, hosts Northern Iowa this evening. Tip off at 7 at Bud Walton Arena. The Arkansas women's basketball team will have the SEC's freshman of the week in tow when they visit Jonesboro to take on the Red Wolves Friday night. Samara Spencer, a guard out of Fort Lauderdale, winning the honors yesterday. And in Razorback football news, the Hogs now 21st in the new college football playoff rankings released last night. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the ticket. 
You're listening to KNEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the program. It's the Workday Red Zone. we got an hour left to go. We're actually at the midpoint of the week. I'll take it all downhill from here. I do want to give you a heads up. Coming up tomorrow when we talk Arkansas State football, uh, well, we're going to start talking Georgia State football too. As Ben Moore of Panther Talk is going to be joining us tomorrow at 1230. Ben, ben at this point in time, is a long time in front of the program. I like catching up with Ben. Of course, the Panthers coming off a pretty good win. Last weekend against Coastal Carolina. Yes, Coastal was out, was without their quarterback, Grayson McCall, but still. Anytime you get to knock off one of the top three teams in the league, I, I still consider that to be a pretty impressive win. And so that's what Arkansas State is going to be dealing with this weekend. Um, the, the, last, <sighs> the last trip to Atlanta for Arkansas State football is a game that will probably trigger me for all time in terms of just like, performances that you don't want to think about or don't want to talk about or don't ever want to hear about again. But I can't tell you what the final score is or was of that game without looking. I have it written down. But what I can tell you about that game, deep breaths, is that Georgia State ended up with 722 yards of offense in that game. I mean, just – you want to talk about just an all-time, holy heck, this is not good type of performance. Uh, that's, that's what happened in 2019 in Atlanta. And it was there, was, there was nothing enjoyable, absolutely nothing enjoyable about that game. I guess I will actually look up the final score because why not? It, I have it right here in front of me. I just got to dig through some paperwork and find it. Uh, shuffle through some sheets here. And uh, the final in that game, 52-38. to 38 was the score the last time Arkansas State made the trip to Atlanta. I just, uh, you know, I follow a, a ton of Sunbelt team accounts and media accounts and all of that on social media. And I just know that every tweet I saw from anybody related to Georgia State after that game, it was like, Georgia State set a record in this, and this was an all-time program record, and this was an all-time player record, and this and that and whatever, and... And obviously, they, they have a shorter uh, football history than a team like Arkansas State. But I remember seeing the records put out after that game. And a, a lot of those records would have been program records for the Red Wolves, too. Uh, it, was, it was tough. It was a tough one to sit through. So I hope that either we're in for a significantly better performance this time around when the Red Wolves hit Atlanta or, or that they've disabled the train whistle. One of the two. Preferably both would be the best outcome for that one. That kicks off at 1.00. Uh, coming up on Saturday on 107.9 K-Fine. Here in just a moment, we're going to hear more from Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. We've got some audio from uh, his weekly press conference yesterday, a few different subjects that he touches on. But our phone lines are open, 930-3776. Do want to throw out the KavanaughCars.com question before we touch base with Chuck. If you can't pick Georgia, who is your one lock to be in the college football playoff this year? 
Let's go to the phones. Chuck, how are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How about yourself? How you doing great? Thanks for shouting at us. Hey, man, you sound better than you did yesterday. Hey, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm making it slowly but surely. I ain't got a lock, but I got a lock on who ain't. Okay. Uh, number six, uh, the team up north, and number seven, state. Okay. They will they will not make the playoffs. Uh, you know, we got that big game this weekend. I think we'll take care of business there. And next week, I know we'll take care of business next week. I don't care that we are going to the big house. And I hope Ryan and them and the gang throws up about 100 on them for not wanting to play <laughs> last year. But I can guarantee you those two won't. Uh, I don't see Alabama making it. Okay. Because I think, I think Georgia will beat them in the SEC championship game. If Oregon gets past Utah this weekend, they're a lot. I really think so. Okay. So, that's my opinion on that. Have we heard of any other coaches being fired yet? Not today. Today is today is a relatively quiet <laughs> news day, just kind of kind of throughout. I think most of today has been well. There's been a, a little bit of reaction to last night's college football playoff rankings, but not a ton because the top seven were unchanged, so we didn't really have a lot to argue about that we hadn't already argued about last week. So, right. so kind of just a, a quiet day in terms of the, the college football news front. Now, I say that now. There's going to be like eight coaches fired at 2.30 today after we're off air. <laughs> yes. But – uh now, I did read something that uh, Florida is not going to fire Dan Mullen in the, uh, during the season. Yeah, I think I saw that was a report, I want to say by Dennis Dodd of CBS, who said that uh, there, would, there would not be anything done midseason. Of course, most teams have just two regular season games and then either you know, a bowl game or, or maybe, you know, if you're a great team, a conference championship game left. So, so. Not firing somebody during the season isn't that much of a <laughs> a, a reprieve no. anymore. That just means they're going to wait until about December the 7th. That's what it sounds like to me, too. Uh, I had another question, and my mind just went blank. I feel you. It happens happens to me more, more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> Old age stinks, man. It really does. Uh who I, who do you think would get that job, you know? At Florida? Yeah. Man, I honestly have not even thought about it. Because I think we're poised for what's going to be a, a crazy coaching carousel. Because obviously, look, obviously there's already a dozen jobs open, which, which is a lot. And some of those have been filled. But you have two really key states where things are going to be absolutely wild. Because you've already got a lot of vacancies in Texas. And I feel like, you know, some of those Texas schools that are open could poach from other Texas schools. Like, I, I feel like Sonny Dykes is going to be somewhere other than SMU at the end of this season. Then you've got crazy stuff that's already happening, you know, in the state of Florida. With Florida and then Miami, sounds like it's going to come open. FIU, to a lesser extent, is already open. So you've got crazy stuff going on in there. 
Um, I'm really interested in what happens at LSU because we know their AD there in Woodward <coughs> is, is kind of a name chaser. So what if he decides he wants to reunite with, with Jimbo Fisher? Um, which that would be wild to see Jimbo leave because he's got one of the best contracts of any human being on the planet. But what if Woodward could put together something like that for him at LSU as well? So I feel like there's going to be some big names that could potentially be on the move, this coaching carousel. And, and some guys out there are going to be able to take their pick of jobs. And I don't know where Florida ranks in the pecking order right now in terms of as, as much of a desirable destination as it used to be. Well, I'm starting to think that uh, Lincoln Riley might be going to LSU because this is the second week that he has not done – his press conference. Well, he did. He got mad at their student paper, and that's why he didn't do the one like the week before last. I don't know what's going on this week. Yeah, like uh, this week, dude. Uh, Grinch and Dennis, somebody, their wide receivers coach, did it. Okay. So, I mean, I'm wondering what's going on there. Yeah. I don't know. I really, you know, I wouldn't put too much stock in him being around or not being around because when it's still in the season, so much of the carousel stuff is handled behind the scenes by agents that, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because he is the offensive coordinator, head coach, and play caller at Oklahoma. Hmm. Okay, I found that out over the weekend watching him. But uh, my brother told me that. And so, you know, the offense over the weekend looked terrible, okay? Uh-huh. But it has all all year long, though. So I'm wondering, you know, what's going on there, actually. You know, I'm wondering if their thing could be open this, this year. Could be. Okay, that's all I had. I appreciate you taking my call. I'm glad you sound better today. <laughs> Y'all have a great day, and uh, go Buckeyes and Red Wolves. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the phone call. Let's hit the phones one more time before we go to break. Check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Much. You, sound, you do sound much better. Like Chuck said, you sound less like Buffalo Gal and more like Kara. I'm I'm very I'm very glad I had by the time I went to bed last night I had I had zero voice and I was significantly concerned for how today would would go but hey we're well, we're rolling we're rolling we're gonna make well, it through two good. hours easy peasy I believe you you know it was a cross between Buffalo Gal and March Simpson you know Homer you know I, I wasn't sure <laughs> that is absolutely what I sounded like yesterday and I'm glad it's yeah. better today anyways your question of the day um, who's uh if you can't pick, Georgia? yeah. If you can't pick Georgia, who's your lock to be in the college football playoff this year? Well, I'm sorry, Al Chuck's got Alabama over, you know, uh, heartburn. But you know, I know they're not the team they were last year, but are they, are they that much worse than they were last year? I mean, they always seem to get in there when it counts, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think it's we're going to see more of the same. I mean, do y'all agree with that? I think I'm going in a different direction for my pick. And it's not it's not a pick I'm happy with. <laughs> really? What's yeah. that? What pick is that? Well, I, I'm afraid my answer for today is Notre Dame, and I don't like it. Oh my gosh! Hey, it is what it is. Anyhow, I respect your uh, I respect your uh, you know your opinion. 
Uh, Cade, right quick. Uh, you catch any of uh, Made of Kingstown over the weekend? Uh, no, I have not watched that yet. Well, you're going to be highly disappointed with the uh, with the uh, first episode. Uh, there was a main character already killed off, and he was really pushed as one of the leads. I'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, last, clear heart, can't lose. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, told you we were going to dive into some Butch Jones audio in that segment. I'm a liar. It happens a lot on the program. Sorry. Just is what it is. We'll do it when we come back after break. How's that? We've got some A-State football to talk about. We'll hit that up when we return. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station 95.3. Ticket. Would you like to win $15,000 in holiday cash? The Ticket is giving you that opportunity with EAB's 15K Holiday Giveaway. One lucky winner of this national contest will win $15,000 in cash with two guaranteed statewide prizes on the line for EAB listeners as well. A $1,000 Christmas cash prize and a weekend trip to beautiful Mountain Harbor Resort and Spa will be given away. It's EAB's 15K Holiday Giveaway. Enter today at 953theticket.com or our Facebook page. $15,000 in Christmas cash could be yours from the ticket. Cavanaugh Ford is now hiring and we want you to join our winning team. We are looking to hire multiple oil technicians and sales representatives with salary, benefits, and bonuses available. For over 40 years, Cavanaugh Ford has had the tradition of being Northeast Arkansas's best Ford and Lincoln dealership. And we want you to join in that tradition. Apply in person or call 972-8000. That's 972-8000. Come join the winning team at Cavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. When it's time for tires, it's time for local tire and wheel, where $30 gets you started on the tires you need and the wheels you want. $30 today gets you a brand new set of tires that will give you peace of mind as you prepare for holiday travel. $30 today gets you a brand new set of off-road tires that guarantees you won't get stuck in the mud this hunting season. Yeah, you heard right. $30 gets you started today at local tire and wheel with easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Plus all tires come with peace of mind from local tire and wheels, roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Local tire and wheel is locally owned and operated. And that means customer satisfaction is priority one. Plus area manager, Paul Stallings has a 12 year track record of serving his clients in the tire and wheel marketplace, local tire and wheel 1518 at South Caraway in Jonesboro, right across from Burger King localtireandwheel.com and on Facebook search local tire and wheel Jonesboro Yard Envy it's a real thing. The guy three houses down has an amazing yard. Why can't my lawn look lush and healthy? Well, he uses J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Whether the job is large or small, commercial or residential, J&K Lawn and Tree Service offers incredible lawn care. Call 870-897-1329 today. Overgrown hedges, troublesome trees, or unwanted stumps, J&K can take care of that too with tree removal, trimming, and fertilizing too. J&K also has a 10% discount for seniors and veterans. Call 870-1329. Make your lawn the best on the block with J&K. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. 
We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kell Motors. We are professional grade. Arkansas is famous for its public green timber duck hunting, and the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission is working to maintain that legacy. Join Game and Fish for public meetings on green tree reservoir management at Diamond Bear Brewing in North Little Rock on Tuesday, November 9th, and the Arkansas State University Cooper Alumni Center in Jonesboro Thursday, November 18th. Meetings are from 5 to 7 p.m. Meet commissioners, the agency director, biologists, and land managers, and learn more about the ongoing work to conserve Arkansas's flooded timber duck hunting. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Cade Carlton hanging out with you. I tell you what, I've, I've said we were going to listen to some audio from Butch Jones here about six times. So we're going to try and make it through that before we open back up the phone lines again. Because every great once in a while, I want to kind of, sort of, maybe, a little bit, possibly, stick to the game plan. So that's what we're going to do here. Butch Jones, of course, yesterday was media day for him. He does his weekly press conference and uh, dives in on all kinds of different topics. Although uh, I thought it was interesting. We mentioned this yesterday, but I I thought it was kind of funny that uh, yesterday he did not begin with an opening statement. And that's pretty much par for the course with with any coach when they're making any kind of uh, address to the media, whether that is, you know, their post-game press conference, whether whether that is a media day press conference, whether that is um, a situation where they're having their their weekly media phone call with the Sunbelt Conference, it always starts with an opening statement. Well, last week, Butch Jones didn't give one. He was like, we're just going to open it up for questions. And what happened? A state won. So, <laughs> so this week, he also did not give an opening statement. He said, he said he was not superstitious. But again, I am fully convinced that he is a little stitious. I think that's what it sounds like to me. So I uh, started diving in with some questions. Of course, the assembled media did in terms of uh, the ULM win, what's going on right now with the team, this, that, and the other. And one of the things that Jones was asked about was was developing this defense, both uh, over these past, uh, or excuse me, over these next few games, what we've seen the past few games, and then what's to come for this unit as well as they've continued to show improvement? Well, I think, first of all, some of our young players, uh, we have to get Quay Mays back playing, you know, and and there's an opportunity that he may have the play Saturday, but he's not been healthy all year, and and when he's healthy, he brings a whole other element uh, to our defensive front. I think returning Terry Hampton uh, will be a a big uh, (coughs) boost for us as well. And then some of our younger players, Torn Coppagel, um, you know, he's shown to be able to do some good things. Uh, Malik Strikers gaining valuable repetitions. I think when you look at the secondary, you know, Sammy Johnson probably played his best football game of the year. And not just coverage. He did some things of getting off blocks and making plays at the point of attack. I think Kenneth Harris is an individual who's continuing to gain confidence. Jarius Remenique, Leon Jones. You know, all these individuals, uh, you know, Denzel Blackwell, all these individuals um, are giving us something. And then you have, you know, your foundational piece in terms of your culture builders, like, a, uh, you know, Justin Parks is one of those individuals. He's one of those cultural setters. Uh, Ethan Hassler, 
So there's a lot of, of building blocks with that. They're all young. But, you know, when, whenever you're building a program, you have to have a mindset that every recruiting class you have, you're trying to out-recruit the next class. That's how you continue to grow and develop your competitive structure of your football program. Speaking of culture, which Jones touched on, you know, what a win does for the culture. Obviously, you know, he's been asking his players, asking fans, asking everybody to trust the process and had not shown up in the win column until Saturday, really, for this team. So what did it mean as far as, you know, the guys who had bought in, who are working there to continue to establish the culture, buy into the culture? He talked about what what a win means in that aspect. Well, anytime you win um, is big. It creates credence in what you're building. Um, you know, you have visions. Uh, one of the moment in time that I'll never forget, as long as I'm in coaching and maybe as long as I live, is we're sitting there and I'm talking about the game and Ivory Scott is looking me in the eye and he's crying. And it's tears of joy. And he pulled me aside yesterday. He goes, Coach, you know why I was crying? And I said, why is that? He goes, because it's starting to work. I see the culture kicking in. I see everything that you've been telling us. I see it starting to come to fruition. And when you have that buy-in, it always helps with a win. You know, it's like, what, for the last eight or nine weeks, I've had to stand up here with you guys and say, hey, I see the progress we're making, but you're measured by wins. And we're not getting the wins, but I see us making incremental improvements. And so then to be able to have that, and that was a hard-fought win. That was a football team that, as you all know, it's a hard place to play. They were 4-1, and one, have beaten some quality opponents on that football field, and we were down 21-10, to 10, down by 11 points on the road against a good football team. And nobody blinked. It was nobody panicked. Everybody was all in together. Um, and then to be able, how they reacted, and then – the locker room, and it let me know how important it was. And it was just like you just felt like a weight had been lifted. And I just loved watching the kids. One of the guys who was bought into that culture, Dahu Green. Of course, Dahu Green's time at Arkansas State has been full of some twists and turns, uh, unfortunately a lot of injuries. But, you know, he continues to step up in some key places. It's not so much quantity for Dahu Green, but uh, quality from time to time, including a big third down catch over the weekend against ULM. And Jones talks about Dahu's development over the past year. Well, but I will tell you this. From the time I met him to where he's at right now, from a maturity standpoint, he's grown as a person as much as anybody in our football program in the maturity and you know this is an individual who's been through a lot when you really those seven years <laughs> he could write a book and then you know when we get here he's not even on campus he's somewhere I want to say in out on the west coast and we're like is he a part of the team is he not he went and had s- surgery kind of on his own is he rehabbing what's he doing so then we're trying to follow up on who he's rehabbing with and finally I'm like hey Dahu we want you to be a part of this football program, but you got one week to get back or we're moving on. And he was back, went to work, um, has been resilient through his injuries, 
and has been a great voice for me. Um, comes in, we talk all the time, and he's got some competitiveness to him, and I love everything about him. And I'm, I'm going to enjoy my, my last two weeks with him uh, because he keeps everything in perspective. He's realistic. He's hard on himself. He's hard on his teammates. He's demanding, and he's not self-absorbed. You know, this is an individual who started as one of the best players coming out of high school at Oklahoma. You know, and you look at his track here and the setbacks, and he just continues to show resiliency and persevere, and I have a ton of respect for him. Looking at some other aspects of this A-State football team, of course it has been a little bit of an adventure in watching the Red Wolves try and get traction in, in running the football this season. Uh, occasionally we've seen some guys bust off some some decent runs, uh, but for the most part, the, the yards per carry are, are not great. Uh, the total yardage is is not great. And Jones talks about uh, just what that does when, when your team is able or unable to, to run the football with ease. Yeah, I think anytime you can't run the football. You know, when you really look at it, <clears throat> when you're able to con- run the football, you're able to control the game, you're able to control the tempo, you're able to score touchdowns in the red zone, it brings a high level of physicality to your entire football team. It protects your defense because it keeps your defense off the field. So there's a lot that goes into, you know, the effectiveness of a run game and what it brings to your offense, but really what it brings to your entire team. Uh, but, you know, some of the things, football is a game of one-on-one matchups, and things like that are going to happen. You know, one time we fall down or it's a first down. The next time we miss a block. It's it really what it gets down to, quite simply, is what we talked about being 11 for 11. You know, 11 players doing their jobs, all 11 working together as one. That's extremely hard to do. But when you get into those critical downs, that's what it takes. You know, then you can point, you know, like I'm glad you brought up the third and four, which is critical in the outcome of the game where we hit Dahu, first of all, it started up front. They brought a five-man pressure, and Lane was able to exhaust his progression and get to the fourth read in that progression, which speaks volumes up front, is we are able to protect the quarterback. And I've said it, when we're able to protect our quarterback and he's able to set our feet, we're pretty effective. The running back room is, is going to look a little bit different, I think, as we're all aware for the rest of the season and, of course, going into 2022 as well. As Marcel Murray is is no longer on the team, he's put his name in the transfer portal. Uh, he is out looking for his next destination. So Butch Jones weighs in on his time at Arkansas State. No, I mean, that's the, the way of the world. It's college football and, you know, thankful for everything that he brought to our program and in the games that he played in and he's been consistent and you know I have a lot of respect for him but now it's about hey moving forward and you know I think it's important that we have players that want to be here that want to build this program the right way that want to win that want to see it through and I respect everyone's decisions you know everyone has different things and that's why the portal is in place to help them um and I support him, and I'll help him any way I can. I'll help all of our players, you know, if they decide, hey, there may be something better out there for them. So I'm very uh, gracious and have a lot of gratitude for everything that he brought. But also I'm excited for what's going on in that room and recruiting and how we're going to move forward as well. With 
this running back room now, the the depth is, <laughs> uh, well, it's a, a little bit light. Uh, there's guys that are beat up in that room as well. And Jones talks about the depth there now and particularly how um, lacking that room was in depth heading into last week's game too. Well, we're challenged right now. Uh, Wyatt Beagle was an individual that we had to rep uh, at running back. But uh, these kids are giving everything that they got. And I, I think, you know, Johnny Lang's, it, it's that time of year where everybody, you know, has something that's hurting. That's football. You know, we have two games to go. But they've been remarkable with their resiliency. You know, Johnny's going through some things. Uh, Lincoln continues to be a, a model of consistency in all that he does. Josh Edwards has been giving us some good reps in practice that he was ready to go. And then we all know the Alan Lamar story, which is remarkable. And so when you look at that running back core, they've stayed the course and they're giving us. I think the other thing when I talked about that third and four and exhausting the, the, the progression, our running backs probably did the best job they've done all year in terms of pass protection. They did a really good job of stepping up in the pocket, staying square, taking the backers on downhill. So they did a good job too. So that was marked improvement from where we've been as well. Last thing here from Butch Jones. One more. Uh, oh, I said last thing. We've got two more comments here, both uh, in regards to A-State quarterbacks. He weighs in first on Wyatt Beagle, who, of course, uh, A-State has, has worked into the mix just a little bit more in the past couple of weeks and talks about where he's at right now. Yeah, I think it's depending on where we're at. I, I think the thing that I love about Wyatt is he's extremely competitive He's selfless. He's the, one of the most unselfish people we have on our football team, and he just wants to win, and he wants to do anything to help the team. Um, I like him at quarterback because I think anytime you can keep some plays alive with your legs and, and all that, and again, what we ask of him will continue to expand uh, the last two weeks. But I just like his competitive nature. I like what he brings to the table. Um, you know, he's always upbeat. He's always stopping by to see me. So he's big for our football program. Last thing here, he also uh, follows up on James Blackman, his status. Of course, he was away from the team last week. What is the latest news there? Um, he's actually returns today. So we'll know a little bit more. Uh, obviously, him being gone and, and suffering through the things that he's had to go through with his family. So first and foremost is getting him back here safely and then, you know, kind of <clears throat> reassessing where he's at from a health standpoint with his shoulder and then also where he is <clears throat> from a mental standpoint as well. So I think that'll be ongoing as the week progresses. Again, that was Butch Jones from his press conference yesterday. We at live with the Red Wolves tonight. If there is anything you didn't hear answered in his comments, that's at 7 o'clock. Also, Sammy Johnson course who had that game ceiling interception with about 20 seconds left on the clock there at ULM is going to be out there as the special player guest that starts up at seven and you can hear it on 107.9 K fine if you cannot make it out to Las Pizza on Southwest Drive just a little bit to follow up on there um obviously you know the the news on Marcel Murray came out yesterday and it was kind of a lot of questions of of what happens next but anytime there's a situation like that there's also Sometimes there's finger pointing, you know. Why did this player leave? Was it the coach's fault? Was the, the player not buying into the culture? What happened? I don't think there always has 
I don't think there always has to be a situation where that happens. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a breakup. There's not always some significant fault issue. Sometimes it's just not working out and you just need to go your separate ways. I think the thing that makes me sad today about Marcel leaving, one, I mean, he's a fan favorite, right? When he's healthy, he's just awesome, awesome to watch. It's kind of that coulda, shoulda, woulda if he had been healthy throughout his entire career. Because you go back and, you know, I went through the the A-State record book a little bit today. And, of course, in in 2018, he was the Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year, right? He rushed for 860 yards. Um, He also added in um, some receiving yards, too. So he had, like, a a little bit over 1,000 all-purpose yards that year. I didn't remember his sophomore year being quite as dynamic, but it was. He he had 820 rushing yards in his sophomore year, too. So if he was able to keep going his junior and his senior year healthy, putting up those kind of numbers, then he would have been a shoe-in to at least be number three all-time on Arkansas State's rushing list. And he would have been behind, you know, some pretty good players. Now, then you add into the fact that, of course, last year didn't count. If he would have had five years and averaged about the same production he did as a freshman, he would be Arkansas State's all-time career rushing leader. But, again, we know that, unfortunately, you know, last year was a year that didn't go great for him in terms of health. Only five games played this year a year with only four games played. So he's not going to end up close to the top of the leaderboard in, in all of those significant statistical categories that that you hoped we would see when he kind of burst onto the scene as a freshman and was so fun to watch in 2018. So it's not really, I'm not, I'm not going to be a finger pointer today. It didn't work out. It makes me sad. I would have loved to have seen a couple more years of Marcel Murray to see what he could do to, to, Really, hopefully get healthy and, and put some kind of assault on the A-State record book. But it is what it is. Uh, there's still a few guys in that room that are going to continue carrying the load over the past, over uh, the next couple of games this season. And we'll see what's in store for A-State in, in 2022 in that aspect as well. We need to hit pause here. We hope you keep it here with us. The number to call is 930-3776. We will have our phone lines open during the break and you can weigh in with us. We'll be back on a moment here on The Ticket. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. The Ticket. bonuses. Increased starting pay. Linux Industries has 300 positions to fill and is now offering brand new seasonal shift incentives. Hiring bonuses from $2,000 for first shift and $2,500 for second shift. Starting pay from $1,525 on first to $16 per hour for second shift. Plus excellent benefits including full medical benefits and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and an air factory bigger bonuses increased starting pay up to $16 an hour come join the Linux team the leading HVAC company in America call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com careers Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer 
Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominoes.com. That's jobs.dominoes.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employer. After 19 years, Nebo Auto Center is moving. That's right. Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative has a brand new location just a quarter mile south of the old one at 3910 Stadium Boulevard. Nebo is your home to late model, low mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs that fit almost any budget. So visit NeboAuto.com and head to their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, a half mile south of the bypass, and look for the red roof at Nebo Auto Center. We go Nebo. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need, but why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital with branches and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Trust your heart to better care at NEA Baptist. Better access means communication with your award-winning cardiac team anytime, anywhere with the MyChart app. Better technology means leading this state with new treatments and interventions right here in Jonesboro. Better is an integrated team of experts at your service when seconds matter. Your heart deserves better. Find it at NEA Baptist. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Toyota has new 2022 models arriving daily, but they're selling quickly. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has a great selection of certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. 3305 Stadium Boulevard and online at centraltoyota.com. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Dun, 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 dun. All right, welcome back. 9303776 is the number to call. The KavanaughCars.com question today. If you cannot pick Georgia, who is your lock to be in the college football playoff this year? My answer is Notre Dame, by the way, and I hate that answer. I hate that that's my answer. I'll tell you why here in just a moment. do want to tell you, though, our question is brought to you each day by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Such a great resource for those of you that are out shopping for a vehicle. But, of course, uh, one thing they would like you to know is that they will buy your vehicle as well. Um, It doesn't even have to be a trade-in situation. You do not have to be buying a vehicle from them if you are ready to sell a vehicle, they'll buy it. And uh, basically, you show up with a vehicle and they hand you a check. If you want more information about that, uh, you can find it at KavanaughCars.com. Let's go to the phones. And we will check in with David. How are you? I'm good. Listen, the playoff thing, I'm to the point where I just care less. <laughs> anything right. based on anything based on a bunch of guys in the room and voting, just not interested. If they're going to have a true playoff, take conference champs, uh-huh. have as many at-large bids as you want, and, and have it. But 
it's just a good old boy club, and I, I have no interest in it at all. Fair enough. I was going to ask you about Marcel. Uh-huh. Um, so do you think it was difference of opinion? Do you think it was he's been injured this year? Why was he just in four games and sometimes just a couple of plays in each one of those games? I don't know. I, I, look, I think it's clear right now that a lot of times we don't understand Butch Jones' thought process, you know? Uh, the question is, do you still trust him to make the decisions or not? And, and right now I do. Um, I do believe some of it was definitely injury-related. Unfortunately, he has not had a clean bill of, bill of health since his freshman year. Um, and that just that stinks. I don't know if, you know, the other six games he did not play in was all injury-related. I don't know when, the, when during the year they made the decision that a red shirt would be for the, for the best for everyone. But I don't know. I don't think there's some big – I think sometimes things just don't work out. So you think you think he didn't play this year because of injury? I think that's part of it. I mean, has somebody said that or is it just – Nobody has ever said anything on injuries. And this goes back to Anderson last year at A-State. We've never, ever gotten a clear picture of exactly what Marcel's health status is. It just is what it is. Well, I just wondered why he would be come in for just two plays in a game if if he was injured. Again, he hasn't been injured every game. I what, didn't know he played enough this year to be injured. He's played in four games. He played in five. Do you have games. any idea how many times he, how many rushes he had? I mean, I can pull up the stats. He played in five games last year. Four games this year. I'd just be curious to know how many plays he was in for this year. I just, I just didn't understand. I, if it, if it is just a hey, he's not my guy. It's time for him to move on. <clears throat> just say that and be done with it. But if it's injury, but coaches you know, don't do nice this. Fun. Coaches don't do that. They just don't. They don't give us clear medical news. They never had. Nobody here ever has. And then they're not going to say, hey, we just didn't have a difference of opinion. Because what that could look like, that could look like he is saying something negative about the young man that the next coach might yeah. latch out onto, and he's not going to do that either. We're never, well, ever going to get a clear answer, and it just is what it is. Haven't we had, haven't we had pretty clear medical news on other players? No. No, we didn't get anything that was – how many times last year have – did we go through a situation where Marcel was supposed to be healthy and he didn't play? How many times in the past two years prior to that did we go through a situation where Dahu Green was supposed to be healthy and he didn't play? This is unfortunately, until, until gambling eventually takes over college athletics and makes coaches put out a weekly injury report, we are never going to get a clear picture on the health status of most players unless – it is so significant that they will be out of uniform. What do you, what, what, where do you think Marcel's going to end up? I don't know. Hopefully not in the Sun Belt. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That's my only concern. Eventually he will be healthy, and I don't want to see him uh, running across the field against us. I just wonder if he'd go to a lower level or if he'd end up like at Utah State or whatever. I don't know. I mean, obviously, when he's healthy, he is absolutely an FBS talent. So I, I think that he will have those opportunities. Um, I personally would be just fine with him with seeing him going and excelling in the Mountain West because it's not anybody on a state schedule. Right, right. All right. Well, I just wondered. I just you know it's kind of been the mystery this year with him. 
because um, I know he's been there. I just didn't know if he'd been injured this year. But he'd go in and just play two plays. If he was injured, I figured he wouldn't go in for two plays. Yeah. I mean, again, it just I, – David, I don't know. We're not going to get clear answers from the coaches. All right. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, David. I'm sorry. I wish I had better answers. Coaches just typically are not forthcoming with those. Why did he only play five games last year? It didn't end up mattering, but that would have been awful for him to have only played five games last year and possibly lost a red shirt. It's all a moot point anyways. J.D. is with us on the phone. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Uh, you're sounding a lot better today. I really thought yesterday you were just doing your J.D. impersonation, and I was going to tell you I thought it was better than that. Well, thank you. That's what it was yesterday. That's totally what it was. It was uh, it was uh, a late Halloween celebration, and I was just uh, impersonating J.D. throughout the program. There you go. And, and by the way, uh, uh, I have really enjoyed hearing uh, Cade is the new voice of the Lady Red Bulls. Uh, I've, I've got to listen to a couple of those broadcasts, and uh, I think we got a, a very good ma- marriage of announcer in school there. That's going really well, I think. Well, I appreciate and, uh, it. Thank you. And, and I really uh, can't wait to, to get out to a game. Uh, I don't know if I can make it. I, it wouldn't bother me to sit in the upper deal, but I sure hope I can try to make it Friday, but I love this run-up and down-the-floor deal. Oh, on the comments the previous gentleman had, and I thought about this probably a month ago, it'll be interesting in four or five years from now when maybe Coach Jones has moved on to another school and and you get some of these seniors and, and some of these players like Marcel back that can speak freely. Uh-huh. And, and just get their take on on this year. And it may be all good. It may be some good and some bad and some ugly. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to me because just like you said, they're not going to share any information with you. But now, at some point in time, those players, you know, when their careers are over, they'll share with you what went on. But sometimes it's a few years down the road before you get that all figured out. But this, this, you know, we've had a lot of awesome interviews with those with those players that did five coaches in five years and had all that success. It'll be interesting to interview some of the players on the the sixth coach on the list to just see how that went down. You know, in in my opinion, hey, the Cardinals had a couple of really uh, uh, good players that got to play in the. Arizona Fall League All-Star game, and uh, uh, Newt Barr got a uh, hit in the walk, scored a run, and uh, Yespis got a pair of doubles, and um, they do that kind of strange. They play that All-Star game, and then they come back and play another week, and then they have their championship game between the two championship teams, and uh, the teams the Cardinals are on are the second-best team but they're on opposite sides of the bracket, so they're probably not going to get to make the playoffs. But uh, they've had a lot of success there, and uh, 
it'll really be interesting come spring training here in a, about three months yeah. to see how some of those guys play out. But hey, and not only am I looking forward to getting out to see some running gun fly up and down the floor girls basketball, but I hey, this men's teams I, I'm excited about what can be accomplished there, you know. Uh, I really think this is the year we gotta show some fast improvement and I think we will with the with the personnel we've got. Uh, I really do. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't uh, disagree with you there. The talent is there for this team this year, and so they need to capitalize on it. You have to be and able I, to stack up some wins this year. Right, and I shouldn't be this way, but I really don't want to go see a game against Crowley's Ridge College or William Baptist NAIA because after you've watched that game, you really don't know what you've yeah. seen. You know, yeah. you're playing multiple players, and you should. It, nor should you expect your players to really get up for a game like that, you know. So it's it's hard to tell. You can read you can read too much one way or the other. I think into those games. Sometimes those teams hang around and keep it kind of close, and you think, well, we're not very good, and that's not necessarily the case. I don't think that. Uh, well, we get into conference play. It'll be fun to see how we compete. My bet is it'll we will compete well. No doubt. J.D., I, we, the, we've got yeah, we, we need to hit pause and, and go to break before I get in trouble. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> see you guys one. later. We'll see you. Apologies to J.D. for cutting them off. We do have to take our last break of the show here, though. We'll be back in a moment on The Ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook. And follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, Central Ford has a huge selection of late model F-150s and F-250s ready to go. Looking for an SUV? Select from several expeditions, edges, and escapes on the lot. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfortruman.com. Get a $0 premium and a $0 primary provider copay with Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shields MediPack Advantage HMO plan. You can switch plans now. The Medicare annual enrollment period ends December 7th. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 to learn more. Woody Harrelson is a listing agency for Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. Not available in all counties. MediPack Advantage HMO has a different network of doctors and hospitals than your current plan. Before enrolling, please check to be sure your doctors are in the network. MediPack Advantage HMO is insured by Health Advantage and is an HMO plan with a Medicare contract and enrollment depends on contract renewal. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Stumped on what to get everyone on your list? Have you checked it twice and gotten frustrated? Let Unique Ink help. We have great stocking stuffers like tumblers and A-State gear. Want a more personal touch? We embroider too. You have to see the corded sweatshirts. They sell out fast and will be the coziest gift under the tree. As always, creating custom shirts is our passion, even during the holidays. Let us make your designs come to life. Come see me. I'm Whitney with Unique Ink. You imagine, we create. Unique Ink at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard or call 203-9885. Unique Ink. Several years ago, we had a gas station in town that we purchased our gas and we had a charge account. We didn't use purchase orders. I pulled in one afternoon, a young man walked out, I didn't know, he was new, and we filled our tank up and I said, can you charge at the Glen Sane? He said, yes, sir. Everyone else has charged him today. That afternoon, we started purchase orders, small town life, Glen Sane, and God bless our troops. Hey, Red Wolves fans, this is Talia Roldan from A-State Women's Basketball, inviting you to join us at 7 p.m. Friday, November 19th, when we host Arkansas in First National Bank Arena. Augustus terminates the bounce feed, trying to go left side to McLemore, stolen away by Lauren Pendleton. Pendleton, run-out opportunity, into the front court, to the cup, it's good. She's fouled and will go to the line for one more. To reserve your seat, visit astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-2781. See you there, and Wolves up. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. KavanaughCards.com question. If you can't pick Georgia, who is your lock to be in the college football playoff this year? I've said a few times today that mine is Notre Dame, and I'm not very happy with it. But here's, here's why I think that. You look at the top seven of the rankings right now. Notre Dame's at eight. You look at the top seven. Three of those seven teams are Big Ten teams. And they're about to beat each other up. So you're going to see at least two of those teams probably drop out of the conversation. I think that Alabama is going to lose to Georgia. And as much as the playoff committee would probably love to still find a way to fit them in the top four, it's going to be hard to fit a two-loss Bama in there when you've got the potential of a of a one-loss Notre Dame, a zero-loss Cincinnati, some other things. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to wedge them in there. I feel like Oregon's going to lose one of those two games against Utah. And, yeah. And a two-loss Oregon, when one of those losses is to Stanford, has zero business being in the college football playoff. So what does that mean? It means that I, I think even if Notre Dame could get up to five and Cincinnati is at number four, I think the committee will find a way to put them in. Because I think the committee continues to show us that it is not necessarily about finding the best teams in college football. It is about finding really, really good teams who will get the most eyeballs. And even though they lay an egg every single time, that they are in a high-stakes game, Notre Dame is still going to deliver eyeballs. And I hate that that's my answer. But when you look at what they have remaining, which is like nothing, no challenges whatsoever compared to all the teams that are ahead of them in the rankings. When you look at that, when you look at the fact that they're not going to have to play a college, a, a, a conference championship game, I feel like they're going to find a way in. And I'm going to hate it. I'm going to be so mad. They're going to lose 37-3. to against whoever is number one, probably Georgia. It's just going to make me mad. I'm already mad. 
Yeah, I think ESPN gave them the best chance to win out. They had like a 75% yeah. chance of winning out among teams like 2 through 10 in the rankings. It's my answer. I'm sticking to it, even though I don't like it. That was definitely a head pick and not, not a heart pick. It is not who I want to see in there. Hey, uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. We appreciate Santiago Restrepo giving us a phone call earlier to talk some A-State volleyball. You can find that chat at 953theticket.com after the program. Also, thank you to Keith Mayer for hanging out with us today in hour number one. Keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by the drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC returns tomorrow at 10. Kate and I will be back at noon. For Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.